It's time to listen in to the stories for Crossroads of Business and Family on the Got Family Show with Carrie Berger. Carrie Berger. Whether you're in the business of your own or want to be, here's Carrie Berger. Hello, this is Got Family, and I am Carrie Berger, and today we're going to talk a little bit about what is my business worth. All right, now I'm going to give you good news and bad news. <laughs> As you're not surprised to discover, it involves math. Whether that's good or bad news, that's up to you. But nonetheless, when you do the math, you're going to find one of two things. Either you own a business that has a value beyond your hard work, or you've had a fantastic job that you've worked very hard for and, the, and you've had the income that comes from that. But ultimately, when you stop working, the business stops working too. So you had a job, not exactly something you can sell. All right, let's discuss that. Simple. There's a concept called EBITDA, earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and accumulation. Yes, you can look it up. When you get that number, what it really comes down to is this is kind of cash flow, if you will. Cash flow after expenses. Not really. It really needs to be EBITDA. Plus, in addition to that, when you really get into a real number, it's got to be adjusted EBITDA because you have to adjust it for different things. For example, I was taking a much larger than normal salary. Anybody who's doing this job would not get paid half as much as I. Well, in that case, my EBITDA is actually bigger because I had an artificially inflated salary. When I put it down to the reasonable salary that I would have to pay to run this business, the rest of it was really a dividend or a payment to an owner. So that gets me put back into the account. Alternatively, I've worked my tail off, but I've never taken any money from the business. I had other means of being supported, of supporting myself, and based upon that, my EBITDA looks huge. But when I look at it in reality, whoever's going to do this job needs to be paid for doing the work, and then is there anything left beyond that for the owner for being an owner? that's going to be an adjustment. There's lots of those. Classic ones are going to be, I receive an allowance for my car, which normally isn't necessary. Or I get my taxes paid by this or that, or I get this fuel for the vehicles. Who knows? Vacations paid. Those are adjustments to EBITDA that make it go up or down. But once you get that number, then you've got a number that you can multiply. The multiplier is going to vary depending upon your industry and the facts and circumstances, but keep it real simple as this. If you've got a very high likelihood that that EBITDA number, that income number, is going to continue over and over and over again, then guess what? You get a high multiple of that EBITDA for your value. So I use $100 because it's just easy. I have a $100 EBITDA. I've got a very high likelihood this business is going to continue even with me not in it and with it continuing on for years and years and years. So thus, I'm going to get six or seven or eight or nine times that $100 as my value, okay? Think of it as the number of years it will continue to earn value without something surprising happened, okay? Conversely, if I've got an unstable business, one that is, if I don't make this sale this year, I might not make one next year, and it's sort of iffy as to how that happens. It's very dependent upon the high risk. Well, now all of a sudden, my multiple is lower because the number of years before I think it's going to stop producing that EBITDA number. So you might get with one or a two or a three or four. So you take that number and the multiple, that gives you a starting point. You take then hard assets, which would normally include things such as a building, if you want to include that in the number, things such as inventory and et cetera. And you may even include some of the cash in the business if it's part of the business or if you want it to be part of the business because it's necessary to survive cash flow pieces. That's included in the value. There's your value. For a lot of good business owners, when they look back and they really do look at how much they've been able to get out of the business, it's just their salary. All they've got really left then is the value of the real estate or the inventory. There really isn't a value of the business itself, although they may be able to get something out of it. It's in a different category 
It's more of we're selling a name or we're selling a position in the marketplace. So that's discussion of value. And that's something we all should be thinking about as business owners, because even though we may not plan to sell for a long, 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 long time, it's good to be honest with ourselves. I have a job. I have a really good job. I love my job, but I have a job. I'm not going to be selling this business for any money when I get done. And thus, I better be saving my money for my retirement when I can't do this job any longer. Or I have a great job and it's a great business because it does build up a perpetual value that I can sell in addition to the money that I've saved in my personal accounts. That's a question for the day. We talk about these questions here at the Crossroads of Business and Family. We are Got Family, and I am Carrie Berger. For more information on Got Family, visit gotfamilyradio.com and go through the audio and video archives. With each show, learn more about what it means to be at the crossroads of business and family. For all of your questions or ideas, email Carrie at gotfamilyradio.com. To leave a message for Carrie, call 844-GOT-FAMILY. That's 844-468-3659. This is Got Family Radio. Got Family Radio.